Monday. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show Podcast, Music Monday. I am your host, Calvin, and we're winding down uh, season four. It has been a phenomenal uh, season. You all uh, have liked these subjects, and uh, you like the. We've only had very few Music Mondays, but today is no different because everyone we do is always phenomenal. And, you know, I, I have a big issue with doing Music Mondays because I like to hear different styles of music. I know T-Pain got into the news recently about how a lot of artists are not being authentic or uh, is that original anymore. And I kind of have to agree with them because it's just like music is just, it's just easy, you know? And uh, some guy harped on me about being a DJ and I'm like, well, I like to mix music, but it's not my own music I'm making. So it's very, people really have issue with how music is created. Now, a lot of y'all know that if you listen to our episodes that uh, I am originally from Louisiana. So are our guests who are currently in Louisiana, Lee, Brandon, and uh, Christina. But I was the one who, who moved to Texas and uh, wanted to see the big stars at night, big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. But uh, with that being said, when I first got here, I didn't have a really place to stay at or stable place. So I moved into an <clears throat> unforgettable Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when I was there, I didn't have any friends. I just had family. But one of the people that I did meet uh, was a couple, a college couple that I met. And uh, that's going to be our guest today uh, because we did have one common bond outside of being like just people who love video games and stuff like that. But one common bond we had was music. And our guest today uh, is one of the music, I can now call him the master of music. So without further ado, help me welcome the one and only Jonathan Valenzuela. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing all right, Calvin. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, so like you heard, my name is Jonathan Valenzuela, and I'm a DFW-based uh, guitarist. So I just finished my master's at uh, SMU. That's, what I think, what Calvin was talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my girlfriend did too. She's also a classical guitarist. Uh, and uh, I'm also teaching at uh, Plano uh, at the new Yamaha school. So trying to stay busy, you know. <laughs> trying to stay <laughs> busy. The summer, yeah. Uh, but anyway, man, thanks for having me on the show. And I can't wait to share some of my music uh, with everybody. No, man, you're great, man. I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. Because believe it or not, this is big for me to have you on my show. Uh, uh, just to brag about you a little bit. When we first met, uh I didn't, you know, because I've met artists before, you know, I met people who are in bands and, you know, but there is just something special about you. And, and shout out to Blair, who's also his girlfriend he was mentioning. Uh, she is phenomenal uh, as well. But these two uh, are great. And, you know, we, we had a common bond with music and we didn't know that at the time. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, we were in our Airbnb <clears throat> I keep saying it for a reason. I keep clearing my throat for that reason. Jonathan knows why, but uh, we were at an Airbnb and we were in a guest room and I told y'all that I produce, I kind of make my own beats. And these two, I don't know if y'all have ever made beats before, but y'all hopped on my little device and y'all just came up with a beat that was just like, wow. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that, man. I remember you introducing us to like Shaylif and all the bands you used to work with in Louisiana too. Yeah, and shout out to Shayla. They were actually a guest on uh, Music Monday, so big yeah, shout I out to Shayla. Yeah, and that's cool. one of the reasons why I like uh, Shayla because they really pay attention uh, into the art of music. It's not just a rock band; they actually kind of play with their music. And uh, with you, you know, just like uh, 
your style of music, you know, you you are a guitarist, but you have a way of like uh, before we go any further, I just want to know how are you able to actually hear music and replicate it the way you do? Like there so, was there, there was a time that me and you went to your house and it was a uh uh what was it? Uh was it Migos? And you just yep. got on the piano and just made this beat out of your mind. Like, you know, we just is that natural something you taught yourself? Or? And I well, I mean, I think going to music school definitely helps with like reading music and just being able to sight read better, uh, especially, you know, picking up on different harmonies and stuff like that. But honestly, I think I started getting good at that stuff when I was like four or five, man, because I played Legend of Zelda all the time, man. And those melodies get stuck in your head, man. So I think if you know something well enough, like it, it can just, you know, come supernaturally. Uh, right. And that's what I do with a lot of my arranging. So, like, I arrange pop music, rock music, may, a lot of video game covers, uh, mm-hmm. even, like, classical transcriptions. Uh, but a lot of it is just hearing it, you know, maybe it's a harp, or maybe it's a, an orchestra, or maybe it's a rock band. But trying to compress all of those different parts uh, into one guitar part is pretty much my specialty. That's what I try to do. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling y'all right now, like, if you don't know who Jonathan Valenzuela is, I, I'm not just bragging on him. He, this guy is great. He's phenomenal. That's just a taste of what we have coming up next. Before we go, Jonathan, we're going to toss the break. Can you tell us what's, what's, what's about to play right now? Heck yeah, man. So this is an arrangement called Geronimo by Thank You Scientist. They're a New Jersey prog rock band, and I've been seeing them since 2015. I saw them first time in 2015 at the House of Blues. They only had a 15-minute set. Now they're headlining like all over Europe and the U.S. So uh, this one's called Geronimo. Uh, Hope you like it. Here we go. We got this, that, and much more on the Straight Up Struggle Podcast Music Monday. able to speak in a way that is straight up to be honest and to speak your truth raw uncut you know what i mean it's 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 blunt you know straight to the point this what it is it's just a place to be open and honest and that's what i appreciate most about it and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us Uh, unfiltered raw with all the cursing that calvin does straight up is just being real telling it telling it like it is you know um being you being solid being who you are no matter what it is no matter what situation you're faced with right this is who you are it really it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is straight up all right welcome back to the straight up show podcast music monday uh i am joined by the wonderful and masterful uh jonathan valenzuela uh, thank you once again, sir, for coming on our show. Oh yeah, it's a pleasure, Calvin. You know, anything for you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Like as I say, as y'all know, if y'all been listening, uh, he's a good friend of mine. Actually, the first friend I made when I moved to Texas. So I mean, he kind of holds a special place in my heart. Him and Blair and uh, Jonathan's family. So shout out to all y'all, especially Caleb. Shout out to y'all over there uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, but no, Jonathan, man, you are 
I've been around a long time, man. I've been around music, you know, since forever, you know, my whole life. And I've seen artists, I've been in battle of bands and been in different places, but man, you yourself as an artist, uh, man, it, it's, it, and I know I'm not hyping you up, but man, you really are a, a dominant in the rough. Uh, like I said, we talked about you being in your house and just, you hear a, a Amigos song and you could turn it classical just like that. And that tripped me out. So I want to know, like, how did you get into music, and like, you know, what, what what got you into music in the first place? Man, honestly, I I took piano lessons since I was eight years old. Um, so I always kind of had an ear for like classical music. Uh, I I wouldn't say I loved it. It was just kind of something that I did as a kid. You know, parents take you to your lesson. You do your lesson. You practice. You know, you get better. Hopefully, <laughs> but man, really, it started when my dad took me to Guitar Center, and I begged him for a long time. I said, "Dad, please buy me a guitar. Like I'll play it every single day." So he ended up buying me like a, a Gibson Les Paul Epiphone knockoff Junior. It was like a hundred bucks. Uh, it was terrible. Like the pickups were garbage, but I played that guitar like every single day, man. So. A lot of my first, you know, big influence were bands like ACDC and Metallica and stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't until I was around 15 that I really started getting into like, you know, classical music and the classical guitar. When I went to my first guitar class in high school, I showed up with my electric ready to jam and they were like, uh-uh, it's not that kind of class. <laughs> so I had to buy uh, one of these, man. And uh, I didn't think I was going to like it at first, but uh, it ended up becoming my major, man. And uh, now it's pretty much all I do every day. Um, so you know, it's kind of hard to find a, you know, time to practice piano, electric guitar, bass, classical, especially when you're working on degrees and you've got, you know, 45 students you got to see every week. So um, that's what I'm trying to do with my new and upcoming EP is I'm trying to showcase more of what I used to do uh, and just some of the other, you know, talents that I have. Because, uh, you know, most people just hear me play on this guitar, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the first time I saw you was uh, I heard you. Uh, we had a, a guest because uh, the Airbnb we stayed at, it was uh, multiple people there. Uh, just so happened, you know, and, and, you know, you can hear his last name. So, you know, he's of Hispanic and Latino descent. Uh, but we had actual guests who were from Mexico uh, that was there with us. And they always made you play a song called what? Tico Tico. Yeah. <laughs> and they would go crazy. Uh, to hear that and that just shows you how music can move people I've never heard uh, that song Tico Tico but when I saw those uh, guests who were coming from to America from uh, uh, from Mexico and to see them like just like go crazy over you oh, playing yeah. that it, it, it made me one want to be more engaged into the Hispanic and Mexican culture but I was like golly man like music can really move people and like that's how I knew you were special, man, because your music, uh, it, it moves people. It, you, it moves me because at the time I'm more of hip hop, you know, and more of like hop. And to hear you go classical, it was like, wow, you really are good at this. And then, you know, I got into, I used to play a little something, something in the school because when I saw a drumline, I wanted to be a <laughs> a, a, a percussionist, and it didn't work out that way. And like kind of like you with the guitar, you know, you had to find out. And so. You you, you kind of had a change of heart. You weren't you weren't going into learning music to be a rock star, uh, but you ended up being being classical. So I want to know, like you know, how long did it take for you to actually uh, get down? I guess guitar because that's your your primary instrument that you use and you're with. Like how long did it take you? I guess to well now you actually are uh, legally mastered uh, guitarist, but 
uh, how long did it take you to actually just flow with it and you know be yourself when it music when it came that, to that's a really good question man honestly it had a lot to do with the inspiration of my teacher because my teacher robert guthrie is a phenomenal like world-renowned guitarist i mean he's played all over europe he's played in mexico uh, there's a famous video of him playing on a mexican television station actually uh and there's a funny story about uh he actually got there two minutes before he had to play uh and so he was just ready to play 30 minutes of music i mean just like that in two minutes no warm-up so he's a big inspiration for me um i feel like probably because your question was how long or when, when I would say maybe like a year or two ago, man, maybe when I first started my master's, that's when I first, I think started really practicing more seriously, you know, because undergrad, you got so much stuff to do, man. There's just, you got so little to, you got to work, you know what I mean? You got 18 plus hours a semester. Uh, so I feel like I really started getting into uh, it seriously, probably about a year or two ago. And that's, I've definitely seen the most improvement, I think in, in that time. I have too, and I actually seen you. I guess your recital. I guess the last one you had to do, like oh, yeah. on your own. And I was like, man, how are you doing this, man? I couldn't. I, I couldn't imagine just to, I guess, memorize or just do that. And it was like an hour long too, man. Like you oh, know, it's got like, well, an hour. Yep. I was like, Geez. but I enjoyed it, and you know, you always got my support uh, when you do this. But okay, this is a funny question, I guess. So I've never seen this before, right? You don't use picks. Guitar I do not. Picks. What do you use? I use these. These are my picks right here, man. So people always look at me funny. You know, I used to have this uh, engineering internship a long time ago when I was still going to be an engineer. And I remember the first day I went to work, I had, you know, short, you know, short nails on the left hand. And then these talons over here in the right hand. I remember shaking my boss's hand and he just kind of like looked at me funny, like, what? <laughs> like, you cut your nails. And I was like, nope. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is P. This is I. This is M. And this is A. So this is what it uh, it's pulgar, indicio, medio and annular. So it just stands for thumb, index, middle and uh, ring. And that's how I teach most of my finger style students to play. Uh, is with that old Spanish technique of using all the fingers. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's dope, man. Cause like, so tell me the difference between you growing your nails out and actually having a pick itself. Like this. Well, you know, I mean, I, I know yeah. that during a performance, people can drop their picks easily. Yeah. Um, what I would say is you're definitely going to get a different sound because when you use a pick, you're just using plastic against a string. When you use your finger, you're using the actual nail with a combination of flesh underneath. So you actually can get a warmer sound because you're mixing a hard surface and a soft surface. So that's where you want to go for. It's right on the left of the, of the finger, actually. So you can get a little bit uh, brighter sound if you want, depending on how you angle it. Or you can get a warmer sound, uh, depending on where you place your hand and how you angle uh, where the flesh touches. But, you know, same thing, but much different sound. Uh, wow. So is that, is that, what kind of guitar is that? Is that like a uh, Spanish man, guitar? This is not, uh, this is a South American guitar. So my Spanish guitar is over there, man. I just dropped like 62 on it and uh but it was built in madrid in 85 so that one's a legit spanish this one uh this is my beater guitar as you can see it's it's seen better days <laughs> but uh this one was built in 2010 by a guy named guillermo porasalza so it's a it's a costa rican guitar actually okay yeah wow but it's beautiful man it's So it's nice sound, man. It's big sounds. So. Man, you you know that Spanish, you know Spanish guitar is like just like the sexiest, you know. Just <laughs> man, just you just got that 
Carlos Santana, like the Spanish guitar. I, I love it, man. You can just, you know, I love your style of music. Now, guitar is not your only forte or fort, sorry, for people who are really critical about that word. But uh, <laughs> guitar is not your only, you know, instrument that you use. Like, what else do you use? Uh, so, okay, so like in the upcoming EP, I am tracking keys. Uh, so I play piano. I've been playing piano since I was about eight. Um, I'm tracking bass guitar. So I play a little bit of bass guitar. I got a cheap Squire bass. Uh, but, you know, when you hook it up in Garage Man, you got all those different amps to choose yeah. from. You can sound great on a $90 bass, man. Right. Uh, um, that and then uh, I don't really play steel string anymore, though. Like mm -hmm. I used to have a steel string guitar, but uh, it's just something about the tone quality of these nylons. You just don't get the same. It's just kind of harsh, I think, when I play on steel string. And it's it's not good for my nails either. <laughs> and, you know, the thing about you is that and I got two questions and I'll toss the break. But uh, with you, when, like I told you, we met together in, in Airbnb and uh, we just bonded right away. Uh, I love and music bonded us really well, but it really, it's so hard to mimic music. And I think that even with me trying to hear it and makes it, you have a good ear. And like, you know, I don't know about you. This, not, this might sound crazy. I'm, I might be wording this wrong. But when I listen to a, like a song that doesn't have many instruments, or, uh, that doesn't have like many beat machines in it, I can just break down like, uh, uh, okay, for instance, Queen, right? I, I, I kind of just, I can listen to the song, but as I'm listening to it, I can mute out every other part and just focus in on, on that one. Do you have that same ability as well? Uh, I, I'm, I don't know if I would put it exactly like that, but I definitely like can kind of put things at the background and bring something to the foreground. Yeah. I won't say that I can like mute it, like, like, you know, muting tracks, <laughs> but like I can definitely, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff that I do is like three or four voice voices at the same time so that and that's the benefit of using these fingers instead of a pick because you can select which voices you're going to play at what time right so yeah. I, I think i know what you mean man yeah because definitely like if i'm hearing a bass and i'm hearing a guitar and i'm hearing a violin and i'm hearing a voice all at the same time like i i i want to think about what i want to accentuate like what is the most important thing right, right? And how loud should that be over something else? So yeah, I, I definitely think that I'd listen for that and I'll kind of like tune in and out of a specific instrument or voice yeah. or something like that. Mm -hmm. in a song. And I ask you that because you've been able to mimic a lot of a lot of songs. And I just don't know how you're able to do that because like, you know, when I was playing an instrument and I know how to read music, but you just do it like you can listen to a beat and you just can replicate it. Like, I mean, I know it takes years and years of practice, but like, how are you able to do it so, so, so great, especially on a piano? Man, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think it's just listening and playing music all the time. I mean, I pretty much wake up and just start playing. Uh, you know, I love my students, but man, the days where I don't have to teach at all, those are the days that, you know, you really get the most work done and you can just spend the whole day listening to records or jamming on the piano or just practicing, you know. Uh, you know, I just think it... I think it takes time and you just got to mm. do it all the time. And, and I think when people make covers, often a lot of times, like, you know, on YouTube, I'll see people trying to make things really specifically, like, exact. Like, they, they want everything to sound like the original. And I respect that in some regards. Like, some covers, they need that, you know. They got to sound just like the song. But, like, I, I think that, like, there's usually room to add your own personality to what you're working on. Like, I never, ever want to make a cover and put it on my channel. And I've heard something just like it. Like, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. And that's actually my next question about you, about about music itself. 
because I don't know if you saw what, what T Pain was saying about other artists like nowadays. Like, there's no originality in their music, you know. And uh, I know hip hop and pop, you know, they're all about just the beats now and stuff like that, man. But if you go back to the '60s and the '70s and like a Queen or even the Temptations, where they actually had like a band with them, you know, and like that's just. Oh, yeah organic music and like same with like Prince and speaking of Prince like you know he's kind of like you know you're kind of like him like you want to play every instrument on your you know on your EP so like you know how critical I know you're a teacher but how critical do you think that music using instruments is much needed now in today's music? I will say I think it connects I think it connects larger groups of people so like last night I went to the Hella Mega Tour uh, with, and I got to see Weezer, Green Day, and Fall Out Boy play. Before Green Day came out, they they started playing Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. And I'm talking about, it's the, the Ranger Stadium in Arlington. Dude, it's packed. And I have never, ever heard that many people at once, like, sing all singing along to the same song. You know, people of all different, you know, skin colors, religion, you know, places come from all over. But everyone knows that song, man. And it's because of the, like, musicianship of Freddie Mercury, you know? Like he brought all those people together. And I think that, uh, you know, I really respect original music like that. That's, you know, and I think everyone does. I think, I think everyone deep down really does. Even if you like hip hop or, or whatever, you know, whatever you like to listen to EDM. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that people are being lazy uh, when it comes to music. And I think that I'm not putting you at Freddie Mercury level, but honestly, dude, I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you keep at it, you have that same kind of mindset of to just, you can, hear it and you can just that's why i say you're very different in my opinion and i may not be saying the right words to explain how i'm feeling right now but it's just like i've seen i've been around people who've been around battle bands and it's just like you get it you understand what it is to be original you know what i mean and i really respect that man so that's kind of that's why I, I just had to have you on the show because you really can break down and uh I'm telling y'all, he is very phenomenal. And like, it, it is crazy because you and I, last time I actually hung out with you, uh, we almost got arrested for one time, actually. That was, that, we can talk about that later. We almost got arrested <laughs> by going swimming. But no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't even, a, that was the village like. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, we got to get in trouble for going swimming. But anyway, uh, but no, last time I saw you, it was that day though that we got into like the little issue, whatever, uh, that um, we were just in your living room and oh, just yeah. made up some random song, but it was so dope. Like, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw a quick shout out to Dream Hacked, man. So that one of the guys that was playing along with us, he, he only like makes, makes stuff in fruit uh, Fruity Loops or like FL Studios. So he, he's an EDM musician. But I remember he came up with this awesome piano line over my bass line. And then you were saying like, hello, hello, or something like that. Dude, it was good, man. But it's crazy how, like, you know, like, I was, I quoted Miles Davis, but, like, you know, I, I'll play it and I'll tell you what it is later because you just feel it, you know? And so, uh, last question before we toss to a break. Like, when you come up with an original score and when you're just goofing off, like, take us, take us into your head when you're about to lay down a track or you're about to record something. Like, what's your process of making music? Yeah, so that that's something I think that's much different than my arranging. Because when when you make an arrangement, you've got something in your head, you know, and it's already completely formulated. It's just what am I going to bring to it? What key am I going to put it in? Am I going to change the speed? That's a little bit different, I think, than making an original song. 
because man, it's just so hard for me to write music like original. And that's why I want to write this EP because I want to just prove to myself that like, you know, I, I do write original music and I want to share it with people. Um, I just don't do it at the same rate that I pump out the arrangements, you know, I can just, I can knock three of those out in a day, you know, but with this, it really takes some time. So, um, sometimes it's just, I'm just messing around on the guitar and I find something that I like, like on the EP, I just had these four chords. And I, it just ended up turning into an awesome melody. And then I showed you that when I added that bass line. Yeah. But anyway, um, but sometimes it's like more emotional, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about something. I can't get something off my mind. Uh, and, and I'll just sit down and try to distract myself. And sometimes I come up with, you know, just a nice little flowing melody. So it, it really hits me randomly. I think when I sit down and I try to tell myself, write something, nothing ever good comes out. It kind of just always comes in the moment. And if I can write it down, then I keep it. If I forget it, then, <laughs> you know, it's gone. So that's why he's amazing, man. He's an amazing artist. We're going to have more uh, with Jonathan Valenzuela. Am I saying it right? Making sure I saying it right? Making sure I got it right. Uh, but before we go to break, you got a little bit sample of your music. Where are we going to listen to next? What's this? So this is this is a song called Distance. And uh, I actually wrote it because I was sad about uh, one of my best friends leaving uh, back to China. and. Uh, basically was just trying to distract my mind, like not think about it. And, uh, I, I wrote this little melody and, uh, I'm actually, uh, it's like, it's actually a collaboration with Dreamhack, who's an EDM artist. He's got, uh, he's already got an EP on Spotify. He's really, really good electronic musician. Uh, and we're actually collabing on this one. Uh, and we hope to be done with it pretty soon, but this is just a little 30, 30 second, uh, tease of, of what's to come. All right. And we're gonna have more with Jonathan on the Music Monday here on the Australia Show podcast. Stay tuned. support your favorite podcast but don't know how well you're in luck the straight up show podcast store is finally here in our teespring shop you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up from t-shirts to masks to even leggings our store has you covered just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button that's str the number eight up show podcast Com. So far, our season finales have always been about celebrating straight up hitting a milestone. But this year, we're celebrating with you. This year, we want to celebrate with you by answering any questions you may have about the straight up crew, show, or just general questions. I would like to say anything goes, but who knows? You've probably heard worse on our show anyway. Send us your questions by emailing us at straightupshow at gmail.com or by messaging us on social media, Instagram if you need a preference, or our website. Links will be in the description. And yes, we do accept video messages. 
All right, welcome back to the Travel Show Podcast, Music Monday. Uh, man, Jonathan Valenzuela, that was some good music, man. I, I cannot wait uh, to hear your EP. And we're going to talk about your EP that you have coming out. But before we do, uh, I just want to know, like, who um, – you got new music coming out. Who is your – what audience are you trying to attract? You know, that's a good question, because I think when I played classical shows, you know, the audience for classical music is just really not that big anymore. Um, and I think that, you know, even even all the arrangements and covers that I do, you know, I think I think that's really geared towards like the Internet audience, you know, like YouTube audiences and stuff like that. And then the classical stuff is geared towards, you know, people who actually come to the concert hall. But with this EP, I'm trying to do something a little bit different um, because really I've been stuck in this classical bubble man for like six years now right undergrad and masters uh and i and i want to use the skills that i learned like from my professor and all the colleagues and friends that you know i shared music and shared recitals with um but i want to apply it to music that people actually want to listen to man you know what i mean so um i wouldn't say i'm going for like coffee shop type vibes i definitely want to say i'm going for like huge concert venue type vibes you know uh, i've got a few vocalists featuring on some of the tracks so i think that's going to help you know help the ep a little bit in terms of you know most people like to listen to music with actual words and you know lyrics in them um and then uh yeah but most most of it is just i mean really really nice like flowing guitar music um and, you know, I know a lot of people are still into punk and metal and stuff like that, but I feel like the electric guitar is kind of like, you know, subsided, you know, in the, in the wake of like hip hop and like electronic music and stuff EDM, like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I mean, it's still used, but like, I'm pretty much just trying to add like the classical guitar to that, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, and I think it mixes pretty well. So. And make sure I get this right. You said Dream Act, is it what his name is? Oh, Dream Hacked. Like he's going to hack it dream hack okay so you're gonna you're gonna collab with him uh on his stuff and um now let me ask you this so when your ep i know you really don't want to spoil it too much but can you tell us what it's about like well, i mean you just said that you want to branch out and get away from that bubble but like what's this ep is it titled or is it is it titled yet or uh, no we- it doesn't it doesn't have a title yet all i can say is that the first song is called distance uh and uh yeah (laughs) that's all i really got i'm not really good with names so you know i've got about three of the tracks almost done uh it's gonna be a five track ep i'm just trying to kind of it's it's almost like a showcase really it's almost like here's a funky song here's a punk song here's uh, a song with a little bit of electronic music so it's almost like a little you know charcuterie board of like (laughs) of different different styles so i feel like it may attract you know a wide, you know, range of audience. I know you uh, want to. I know you want to get out the classical bubble, and you don't want to just stay in there. And uh, you want to just do something different, right? And I think you have that ability to. But you know, somebody who is from the hip hop side of things, and uh, or as my image turns for some people of the hood, uh, uh, <laughs> it's messing. Uh, but no, since some, I, I'm someone who is, you know, I've been around producers and stuff like that. Do you ever think that you can see yourself being an engineer or a producer, at, uh, being just being a producer at, at all? So this uh, EP is actually going to be produced by DreamHack Studios. So it's uh, it's going to be all original music, and he's featuring on that one track. Uh, but he's actually going to produce it all for me because honestly, I'll be yeah, I'll be honest, man. Like I've got to spend most of my time with my instruments because I, I feel like that's that's really the only 
part that I really contribute is is what I track. Like when I track the bass, all good. When I track keys, all good. When I you know record guitar, all great. But when it comes to like sitting down and EQing and stuff like that, I really don't have a lot of experience because you know when you play classical music, you want it to be exactly as it sounds. You don't want to mess with the lows and the high, you know what I mean. You want it to sound like the guitar. So uh, he's definitely helping me out a lot with that one, and it's actually going to be, be released through his uh, studio. Shout so. out to DreamHack, and you know, yeah. but I said it. I said that because I say that to say this because you know you have a great mind to direct people uh, when it comes to music, and you're doing that right now uh, because you, like you said earlier, uh, you are a teacher uh, to young musicians. Like, how did that come about, and uh, what do you hope your students will learn from you? That's a good question, man. So yeah, I started teaching probably my freshman year, uh, just at a few studios around Dallas. Um, and I, you know, taught privately, you know, in Highland Park and stuff like that. And uh, I really didn't think much of it when I was first in undergrad, you know, because I, I didn't know if I wanted to be a teacher, you know, I was just like, oh, yeah, it pays okay. But now I'm working at the Yamaha School in Plano. And man, I'll tell you, man, it's a different uh, caliber of student there, man. I've got I've got like 11 year olds who I can pull out a jazz chart in front of them and they can sight read that like nothing. And I'm just like, oh, my like when I was 11, I can do that. I would be like, give me the tabs, bro. Like I can't read that. So, you know, it's it's really inspiring, man, because I've got a lot of great students up there um, and privately that often impress me, man. Like I'll ask them, you know, did you have a good week? You know? standard question and they'll say something like yeah i'll be like well did you go anywhere did you do anything they're like no i just practiced guitar all week like i just stayed inside and practiced and i was like good <laughs> awesome you know and they'll come in there and they won't miss a note man so uh it's definitely uh it's definitely a a really really uh big part of my life now i've got like 40 students now man so Changing you know, takes world, a, man. yeah well <laughs> that's the goal man yeah and so let me ask you a question as a teacher and a musician uh, so like I saw Drumline that wanted to be the next Nick Cannon, you know what I mean? It did, first off, I had the wrong snare drum, uh, and it didn't work out. And I forgot, I found out you have to move a lot, which I probably should be doing right now, but that's another story. But those parents who, I'm pretty sure you've come across this. Uh, how do you address those parents who like force their kids to do music? And it's not like, you know, they don't, they don't, they're just doing it for a hobby or basically an unglorified babysitter for a moment in time. Yeah. They don't really... so I've definitely had lessons like that. Um, usually what I'll do is we'll do a trial or like we'll do, okay, you pay me for a month or a couple months and we'll see how it goes. If usually if the kid is miserable, like I will just tell the parent, like they should do something else. Like, you know, I'm usually pretty honest, you know, if they like it, okay, then, you know, I'll keep teaching them. Um, but I, I've had a few encounters with parents that, yeah, where I kind of told them like, you know, they might be happier, you know, try and dance or soccer, or like, you know, you know, maybe, maybe this is just not what they want to do. But the, you know, the funny thing about it is like, I've had students who were, had incredible minds, you know, super, super gifted at reading and stuff like that. Uh, and, but they feel that way. They feel like it's just another task, like something they have to do. Um, so I definitely don't want them to feel like that. Because, you know, if they have a brilliant mind like that, imagine if they applied it to something they really, truly wanted to do. Yeah. But at the young at the young age, I mean, it's kind of like, okay, you're five or you're six. Like, you don't really know what you want to do. So I think, you know, a few years of piano lessons is not going to hurt anybody. You know? Yeah, and that's kind of how it was, man. I just think that, like, you know, because it, it does sharpen your mind. And, and and I think that music now 
if you if you learn it at a young age, it, it expands your brain and it helps you focus in other areas too of concentrating and uh, it's definitely wit and just like like you, you have a great musical mind. I, I want to know, you know, are you going to you yourself? Or are you planning on expanding that your, your mind and maybe a year to become Doctor Valenzuela? You know. Oh, that is a good question, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I thought about getting a doctorate. I, I just don't know what I want to get one in because um, I already have two performance degrees. So I don't I don't really want to get a doctorate in performance. I, I probably want to get like an actual re like a Ph.D., like an actual research degree. Uh, but man, that's just that's going to take a lot of time. So I think I'm going to spend a few years, you know, just practicing and, you know, working on my craft uh, teaching. You know, uh, I just got a promotion at the school. So. I'm now the lead teacher there, so that's going to be you know some extra hours. Yeah. There. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to keep it up, man. And then eventually, when I'm ready to move out of Texas, yeah, I think I'll go get a doctorate somewhere. Hold up, you can't you can't leave Texas, man. Te well, you can't you can't leave <laughs> Texas, man. Come on now, it's the it's the greatest state ever, man. So oh man, I love Texas, dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not really patriotic. I mean, super patriotic, but man, I love me some Texas, dude. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And like I said, Jones is one of my first friends in Texas, so uh, I had that bond with him. So like you uh. Are you going to have on this EP coming out, which is not titled yet? Uh, are you going to, like, because, you know, you are, of course, of Mexican Latino descent. And some people will argue you can't call yourself Mexican American. That's either new here or there. Uh, but, you know, you are you going to have any kind of like heritage music on this EP at all? So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have some like, uh, like solos. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, so a lot of it's funk, a lot of it's jazz. Um, but there's definitely some stuff in there that is going to sound, you know, a little Hispanic, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it has some heritage on it. I'll be, yeah. it has some on there. Cause I, I mean, when I heard our friend, uh, when she heard Tico Tico and she just melted, I'm like, oh, this is, I never heard this. But like now everywhere I go, I can like be like somewhere in Fiesta and I'm just examining every song and I just yeah. go back and listen because <laughs> it's just like, you know, you open up an avenue of music that I've never seen before. You know, you hear the typical, like, Selena and stuff like that. But, like, you know, being in Texas, first off, because, you know, I'm not from Louisiana. We don't have many Hispanics in Louisiana. Uh, we do have a sprinkle, not, not as being the majority of where I'm at right now, especially where we were. Uh, you know, and to see people from Mexico just fall in love with your music. But it opened up my mind in expanding my musical knowledge. So I really thank you for that, man, because, you know, I was being absent-minded on music, you know, and I'm all about hip-hop. So that's why I love you know hearing your style of music and being friends with you because you can you can expand from funk to classical to hip hop which you did with Migos on the piano tripped me out but you know uh, that's that's neither here or there but um, I want to know the last question you're Jonathan Valenzuela you're a guitarist pianist uh, overall master of music you know you know certified now uh, you have an EP coming out or you you're just an artist yourself. Why should people listen to your music? Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a tough question. Well, um, I think what I bring to my music, especially in my arrangements, because I really think that's my forte. You know, I think that's the what I'm I'm best at is uh, uh, I play like everything, and I'll play anything. So, like, if you check out my channel, there's definitely going to be hopefully at least one thing you know that you can connect with. Uh, so, you know, something that you like. Uh, and that's what, you know, what you just said about how, you know, you mainly listen to hip hop and now you're trying to get, you know, more into, you know, Latin music and stuff like that. It's kind of like 
me, but reverse, man. I'm, I, I was really into classical, but now I'm trying to make rock covers. I'm actually working on uh, See You Again by Tyler, the Creator. I'm going to do a solo guitar cover of that one. Uh, so I'm trying to do I'm trying to do some stuff that people can connect with, especially, you know, people like my brother, you know, that's all he listens to is Tyler, the creator. You know what I mean? Huncho Jet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, um, yeah, I definitely think that, you know, if you check if you check out my stuff, there's bound to be like one thing in there, at least that, you know, you can connect with uh, and hopefully more throughout the years. Uh, but, yeah, well, I like them. You know, you know, I got much love for you and Blair. But definitely, man, and your family. But yeah, I like them telling y'all, if y'all don't know who Jonathan Valenzuela is, I promise you, you will soon. Uh, we will make sure that he has his EP. We're going to play it on our, all our platforms. But until then, thank you, Jonathan Valenzuela, for coming on the Trail Show podcast. Uh, how can people reach you on social media or maybe you can help them out? Uh, give us all your socials so we can get people to get connected with you and your music. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you can find me on YouTube and uh, Spotify and Apple Music and pretty much all streaming platforms at, under my name, Jonathan Valenzuela. You type it in, it'll it'll pull up my cover of uh, Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Uh, and then my Instagram handle is Valenzuela Guitar. Uh, so you can check out, you know, the new projects I'm working on before I drop them. I usually put just little samples on there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. Hey, Jonathan, once again, sir, thank you so much. Uh, for coming on our show. Uh, before you go, you're going to drop a little something, something for us, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is a performance I did. Uh, it's called Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Uh, I th think it's definitely probably the most popular thing on my channel right now. And I think it's just because it's such a great song that everybody loves. Uh, but here is my take on classical guitar of Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Right, there you have it. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Valenzuela. Um.